Hello and welcome to the Easy Degree Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Ward. This week joining me, I've got Bradley Y, Luke 2, Rob Fursland, and Maddie Cunningham. Hello. So we're going to kick it straight off. And uh, so, what was the first pen and paper role-playing game that you ever played? Um... Uh, 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 I know uh, you guys uh, were expecting Cyberpunk, but that'll yeah, be later. That's what we prepared <laughs> well, for. Spoiler. The old uh, beta, right? Just, just bring it in. Uh, no, see, I, this is the, the that's the the tease. The, the <laughs> keep listening, and uh, I promise there will be some discussion on Cyberpunk. Um, for me, it was with you two, and I believe point the better Maddie here. Um, Hi. Troy or Matt? I can't remember which one it was. It was Probably basically. Matt. It might be Matt. We were talking. I was talking about how like. Oh, I don't like X, but I really like zombies. This was back in like 2012. Oh, and was it that uh, zombie role-playing one? Oh, I forgot God, the name of that one. That. Right? Yeah. And then he was like, oh, here we go. I'll just quickly gen us some character sheets. Uh, the four of like the three of you will play and I'll DM. And we were just going into a warehouse. Yeah, we were raiding a warehouse or something. And then I think we nearly We died. raided some water. And some... I think he said it in Plymouth as well, just to make it a bit easier for us. But... I think mine was the same scenario, but instead of it being a zombie thing, it was a fantasy thing. Oh. And one of the experienced characters... And the DM had like a big dick pissing contest. Oh, were you there for uh, that one-off? Uh, so he had a yeah. It was basically one of our friends had a bag of what was it? But it was like a bag of holding, which is a bag that contains loads of stuff. Was this the bag of halflings? I think it was. Yeah. Which game was this? Was, was the one that? Yes, uh, because he shoved the bag <clears throat> of halflings up my ass. Oh what? yeah. Yeah. And then they turned you it inside there, out. This was. Uh, you may. I oh, know you might not have been there. This was the time that. Um, uh, our DM tried to kill a player for about 10 oh, minutes. Like, and then on the following the session we had. Before we get into him. it, before we alienate like half the people coming into this game, what the fuck's pen and paper? Ben, do you want to give a quick explanation as to what a pen and paper role-playing game actually might be? So, Who's something along the lines of Dungeons & Dragons, Shadowrun, Call D&D, of Cthulhu, Pathfinder. anything you play by creating a manual character sheet and rolling dice with friends. I mean, you can also do it online with Roll20 Roll and stuff like no. that. Uh, but it's just basically another way to play the games you love, but with a little more flexibility and freedom of your own imagination being the limit. Our audience, 10-year-olds. Well, no, because I, I <laughs> still... You know, I think you'd be surprised at how many people are aware of pen and paper games but never associate that name to them but also like i mean people everyone's heard of D, but i think when i explain to people like oh i'm gonna go and play pathfinder and they go the fuck's pathfinder See, I go, I just oh, g- it's like D, and they're like why don't you just say D?" and i was like well that's kind of like not, saying yeah. i'm going to play call of duty when i'm going to play St- you know star citizen or something like no one realizes not... how many variations so, there are yeah, that's that's the that's, I, and that's I, why i wanted just to give like a quick recap is there are there is, you know, there's first-person shooters, and that's, you know, pen and paper games. But in that category, there are many, many, many variations on first-person shooters. Okay, so what's a pen and paper first-person shooter in your eyes? Well, like, the the, the, the Halo and the Call of Duty of pen and paper would be D&D, because everyone's heard of it, I would I'm say. I'm looking at skeptical faces over there. <laughs> Why are you guys, the like, No, I'm just trying, say, I'm trying to say 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 see where you're with, but I see, I see what you mean, like, D&D, yeah. D&D, and people go, oh, Dungeons, I know well, what Dungeons yeah. and Dragons are, that's even like, if they haven't like, played. I know what you're talking about. That's well, like the well, FIFA slash Call of Duty on video games where everyone's heard of it. Yeah. So if you say I'm going to play a video game, I'll go, oh, you mean like this? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I tend to, I, I used to uh, tell people I was going to play specific games and it just, I just tell people I'm going to play Dungeons and Dragons now because most people just, 
that, that's all they need to know. Mm. Don't we stop you on the street? Ben, where are you going? The thing that I always found was quite hard to explain to someone was um, my old housemate was like, oh, but I'm trying to create a character. Like, if you're trying to create a character, why don't you just make yourself the best at everything? And I said, well, one, if you're the best at everything, it's, it's not fun. There's no arc to your character. There's no, like, if you can just go into a room and just waste everyone, then where's the fun in that? You know, like a video game, you, you did die that in and school. you keep going. Yeah, you don't, yeah. You don't make you yourself. You did that the best when you was in the fucking playground, going, "Yeah, but I'm invincible power, so yeah. I don't die." And I said, and I said, and it helps keep it balanced. I said, you can be absolutely kick ass at one thing, so you could go into a room and just outsmart everyone in it. But if that person, you know, you could become really intelligent, but at the same time, if you try to go into the room and fight everyone, if you've invested all your points in being intelligent you're going to get completely destroyed because you've only got yeah. a finite amount of points every to invest in decent things. story out yeah. there is yeah. someone overcoming their I mean, follies that yeah. isn't that Sorry, isn't i just wanted to give no, an explanation no, 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 in case fine. people were listening that and isn't say though that people don't what's uh, don't min max their characters so i was about to say you have to consider there are some people who look at the challenge of making the most mechanically competent character they can um, yeah. So you get a lot of people who don't really care so much about the story. They like being able to manipulate the system to make it work as well as they can. Which mm. isn't so bad for a one-off if you know you're just doing it for one session. Hey, make some stupid overpowered yeah. characters. Mm. But, but ultimately, it's a role-playing game, not just a game. Yeah. Well, I've had a character, uh, someone in a role-playing game once sort of min-max a little bit. And to be fair, I probably should put my foot down uh, when they want to take a severe allergy to, uh, I think it was strawberries or cucumbers cucumbers and it was it was in a firefly game based game so if anyone hasn't seen it the joss whedon tv series that like is amazing uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, i'm gonna suck fireflies dick all day but does it annoy, all you? Day. <laughs> does it annoy you a little bit that he's rebooting buffy but not firefly uh no just, but just, i could see in the future maybe buffy got an entire art like well, it finished Firefly never finished. I feel Buffy can do better with a reboot than Firefly. I, I, I feel can. like oh. I feel like at the moment it would have to be a reboot of Firefly because the cast is too old. Oh, yeah. um, they've also lost a few members of the cast over time. Um, but also, I just think the cast has gotten too old to continue the series on. Uh, so it would be a reboot. But who knows? Maybe maybe later down the line, this Buffy reboot does ben well. Maybe he will just reboot all of his old oh, TV before shows. Before I have to keep sitting on this, I got a present for Bradley. <laughs> It's not my penis. He has literally pulled out of his ass. Ah, it is a Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> branded <laughs> can of Heinz SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs. Oh, that is amazing. I was trying to work out what, which one it was. I was like, it's one of my five a day, apparently. I, nice. I'll be the judge of that, I yeah. think. SpaghettiOs is part of one of your I, five yeah, a day. I'm, very, I'm very dubious on that. It's the, it's the tomato sauce, isn't it? But it so, does, it, it's the tomato <laughs> sauce, isn't it? It's got no preservatives, low in sugar, low in fat, no artificial flavors or colors. Oh. So. I mean, if you try to eat a train. <laughs> I, see, All that, natural, baby. That's not really a thing when you go to America. They don't seem to care about their artificial flavors and colors. No, They've only no, just started kind of realizing that's bad. And they're like, oh, no, everything has it. Like, now so everything must be great. When I went two years ago, well, a year ago, they're all, all the adverts are like, shit. Like, fuck it. Like, it's like being 10 years ago for us. Like, all their adverts are starting to, like, clock on to this. And you oh, can God. tell the adverts that don't have it because they're just like, Going back to the first RPG system you've played, so both of you have given yours. So, Rob, what about you? Uh, mine was Dark Heresy, which is based in the Warhammer universe, specifically Warhammer 40,000 which is where it's the future, there's war everywhere, everybody hates everybody, and it's great. Why don't you call it 40k like everyone else? Um, because some people know it's 40,000, and I'm, a, I'm against the grain. I don't really know. 
Um, I mean, some people just refer to it as Warhammer because yeah. now the original fantasy line doesn't exist anymore. That's nope. Age of Sigmar. So okay. they've oh, also why, why did uh, that split? They have um, because they, they wanted. They it was wanted like, I didn't to, it, it was. It's just because I, I, I don't know much about the reason it split, but I think at least part of it was to try and reinvigorate the game a bit, like to bring more people. I thought in. Warhammer was pretty popular. Though. Um, it was relatively Warhammer popular. Fantasy. They did the storyline that effectively ended it, but they then replaced it with effectively a knockoff of another quite popular game system, but they just didn't do it as well. And now they're still pushing that. I rather feel than in Warhammer, a slight sneeze from a powerful god will end it all the time because everything just seems to be. A little bit too much. Yeah. 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 That's why I don't well, like it. Well, I, mean, I wasn't a fan. I see the new the new Warhammer we're playing at the moment's pretty fun. Which Saint War. Oh, you're only playing War, only War, only War, only which War is, is forty thousand. However, when we played its other spin-off other one, yeah. The other one, which Dark is Heresy? Dark Heresy, which is all about like you're going insane. Is that the, no, no, well, that's your one, sorry. Um, the Dark Heresy one, which you're working for you, an Inquisitor, you talk, yeah. which is yeah. a big... Yeah, just we like you can the, die, we and everyone's, everyone's apparently either against... You're like, you're super... It's like, you're a super powerful badass, and everyone respect, ex, uh, sorry, respects you, except when they don't, and they're more powerful than you, and they'll just kill you. And it was just like... I don't know, it just it didn't... And whether it was just the way that the DM was writing it, um, or that's the world. I just was kind of like, it's, am I a bit of both. Am I say, it's worth noting, yeah. Only War, believe me, is a lot more brutal than you think it is. The yeah. very the very first game I was in, the very first session, it was in my second year of university when I first joined the gaming society there, and I successfully ruined the plot. I killed somebody I shouldn't have. Oh, no. And that ruined was everything. it yourself? <laughs> no, it wasn't. But uh, effectively, we were raiding a club, and... While we were there, we found that there was a particular little magical MacGuffin that one of the guys we were working with had been sent to collect. I, in my background, was very, very obsessed with these little MacGuffins and decided that he wasn't the kind of person who should have it. So I shot him in the back and he died. <laughs> oh, nice. I got, I got away with saying, oh, he must have gotten shot in the crossfire and <laughs> took it. That I started. Wow. <laughs> You're and, a prick. And, he, and, um, and the GM said to me, yeah, you shouldn't have killed him. So, like, oh, whoops, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, but going back to what you were saying, Bradley, about uh, experience with uh, certain systems and GMs, I, I think it really does come down to who's running the game and or what they expect from you. Um, and I think it's a conversation a lot, a lot of GMs have with their players early on in a game as to what tone they want to set and stuff like that. Mm. But I was actually in that particular game with you, and I did not think it went particularly well. None of it. <laughs> uh, not, none of it. It just was a bit like... And surprisingly, it was the same GM. Yeah. yeah. So we, had, we had a really crappy game and a really fun game. Well, that's what I was surprised about. It was the second one. Like, I, you know, I, what I'm learning... So one of the things that I guess a bunch of us do, not Luke, um, mm -hmm. do is that... Yeah, yeah. I to disinclude one of the podcasts. Badly. I mean, you could have just said it, and I would have been like, "Okay, yeah, I, I understand." It, but then I was just like, "No, but not Luke." But I, but I just, <laughs> I just all, wanted all the things to be that clear. we do on this table, apart yeah. from Bradley, yeah, yeah, is yeah. Um, respect each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I mean, after that video last week, I don't know if I can ever. I gotta say, you. I gave you like a. I give you a can. I took my can of. You took my Thomas the Tank Engine That's away from me. Dinner, that is. And now you'll get scurvy. So, like, one of the things I'm learning is how much a good or a bad DM can make or break your first experience. If it's the first time you've ever gone into something, like, you want to have. If you're starting out in in kind of the world of, uh, you always remember paper, your first time. You always remember your first time. You've got to have someone who I think 
knows it relatively it well. Eases you in. Is is good at we'll, role playing. Will we'll protect you. Will protect. But like they've got to be good at role playing because when you start <laughs> off, you're going to be bad. So you need someone who can take control of it and can be. I feel like I'm saying stuff. <laughs> no, 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 you're not saying no, anything wrong. I, every time I'm talking, I'm getting. <laughs> It's the fight. Aren't you? Because every time I'm talking, I'm just saying. (laughs) It's because Luke has been getting you to go along with a really gay narrative, (laughs) and you're just going with him. No, no, I'm ignoring him. (laughs) But yeah, no, no, I agree with you completely. Like a a keep going. Let's follow the mood. (laughs) A bad, a bad DM. Like uh, I've played with DMs before who uh, I think I was going back to what we were saying earlier uh, about that story the next session on because that person had been killed by uh, that player in another game that he wasn't running uh, he spent a good and I think Rob you were there for I this. was there for this uh, we yes. had to spend I think it was like 30 minutes to an hour with the DM trying to kill his character with a dragon and the guy was just outpacing the dragon because I was just like, I think eventually made it away, but and it was. And then there was the following session where um, I think I was running it, and uh, the DM and the other guy were both players in this game, and it was a fuck around one off session. Mm. And one of them spent ages looking through the rule book to try and uh, backstab this other guy that was on his team, and then the other guy spent another 20 minutes looking through the rule book to escape. And it was so boring. Where everyone else yeah. is sat there. Just yeah, pretty much. We, 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 we would just be sat there going, going like, it's well. going on. <laughs> But yeah, like, that's the thing is, and, and what about you, Maddie? What was your first? My first? Um, I don't know. Probably 3.5, I think. So Dungeons & Dragons version 3.5. My dad's been playing it since first edition. So I've always been playing it, like, growing up. But 3.5 was the one I first properly understood. Yeah, no, that, that would actually be the same with me. You can just imagine your dad propping you up as a toddler. Just like, okay, now magic missile. Oh, but, <laughs> That's but now, all you ever do. I love that upbringing. Now, I'm always the one that DMs when I go home, and they always play the same fucking characters. No matter what campaign I run, no matter what I do, my dad's always a barbarian, my mum's always a paladin, and my da- my brother is always a wizard. For Christ's sake. Like, <laughs> playing 40k, you can't be a paladin. <laughs> well, actually, no, you can. Shut no, up. No, you can't. But just mom, not that type of paladin. My mum, the paladin, recently made a piece treaty with a goblin warlord to help him overthrow his goblin king. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Yeah. Your family are real How can they not get bored of that? I could never play the same character that many times in a row. Well, I mean, this kind of relates into my next question, actually. So, when you start a new RPG, pen and paper, or online, or a video, you're just video game in general, um, what character do you tend to go for first? What is your what is your like? I am going to play this game my way first time, and then experiment after. What is that first character for you? Ooh, mine is usually stealth and tech. Rogue, it's rogue yeah, pretty much. It? Like depending on what universe it is, it's either stealthy and shooty or stealthy and techy. Usually, I haven't played stealthy yet. I always try to go stealthy and then realize I haven't re- invested I, in it. I can't watch Luke play <laughs> stealth it's because games. you forget your um, you, for, you forget your environment. Yeah. And he's like, I'll just do this. He's like, oh, okay. And then, I feel and so then, much more satisfied sneaking them. And then you sense motif them. on a key. <laughs> and, then, and then Ben will remind me that I'm covered in heavy armor and so I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be trying to sne- stealth around a room because they're all just watching me. It's like Bradley Some big bulky guys. <laughs> yeah, right? Goes behind the curtain. Like, <laughs> yeah, or do what I do and say, I'm kicking in the door. And Ben's like, well then, you've kicked in the door. 
Shit. There are three ogres. <laughs> yeah. I'll still never forget oh, the time, Bradley, that you attempted to persuade uh, a loyal bar to the king of a whole, or the baron of the keep uh, to rebel against him. Oh, the entire bar. Oh, was this yeah. when you got me and Luke killed? Nearly killed? <laughs> no, no, no. We dragged him out. Oh, yeah. Bradley was the cleric, so he's the big guy in the big armor. We were infiltrating this town. This is the one where I was trying to, like, role play. To I was trying kind to of play as every other class. Oh, maybe. I was. So me, Luke, I think I was a rogue, Luke was a magic user, and Bradley was the cleric. Fuck we went into this town to try and gather some intel, and suddenly Bradley stood and went... Come on, guys, let's rebel against your king. And then they called the guards, and Bradley, the big heavy hitter, the guy that soaks up all the damage, immediately surrendered. It's like us two are really squishy. I was convinced yeah. that I was now like a bard, so I was oh, like, oh, I can't I was running a preset module, so I then had to look what would happen if they'd been caught during oh. this. So I had to like pause the game for like 20 minutes, like five, 10 minutes where I was like, right, I'm going to just open up the uh, robot. What, what uh, the fuck okay, to right. do? Figured it out. <laughs> so getting back up to the actual topic, yeah. as much as I love hearing about people's fuck ups in role playing games, nothing makes me happier. Um, it depends. I, if I can, I will always be a social character. Um, if it's fantasy, I'm usually sword and shield. If it's a a sci-fi or more modern game, then I usually have a gun. If you're a social character, it must be fantasy. It's <laughs> cool you're a nerd. <laughs> what about you, Luke? What, what, what's your go-to? Um, it, it doesn't have to be just... hurts the feelings best. <laughs> <laughs> That's so... right. But... <laughs> now, I usually... Um... I haven't played in a long ass time because no one is no one invites well, I, me I, anymore. I, as so, I said, it doesn't know, just have to be uh, pen and paper. It can be video games as well, because... Like, I like it could be a video game. What video game character you go for as well? Like it doesn't just have to be pen and paper. Oh right. Um, in terms of like what characters I like, I kind of like the flippy people. Yeah, like something more acrobatic. Flippy dippy shit. Yeah, like flippy dippy shit. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what about you, Bradley? I don't know because I don't really ever. You like... always play a social character. Well, when you when you create a, yeah. when you when you play an RPG on the PC, what character do you create? Like first off. See, but I'm not very good at creating characters. <laughs> Don't talk, like don't ask me this because well, we're not okay, asking what about the style was, of play. We're not asking very, what you're good at making. Well, no, because the issue is so like for the first, um, the first one we ever did, which was the Pathfinder one that went for like two years. I was probably a social, social. I want to be social. I don't know, but um, I think we eventually respect you. Well, respect me, and I went straight like oh, that's it. I started oh, off, yeah, and then Ben was like, like, "Do you want to respect it?" And then became a god, um, and then. Um, <laughs> With round robin, I've been finding that I'll go, I I I'll go. Oh, I'll be a fighty class this time, and then realise that I've specced a fighty class for a game that is seventy five percent dialogue. So I spend most of it going, all right, what the fuck do I do? And then we encounter like a fight, and then it goes next week, and I'm like, fuck, wait a week, <laughs> and then the the fight ends because it's just two people. So I kill them immediately, and I'm like, great, now I've got to sit around for the next. Several hours not doing, being able to do. You split fuck up. all. <laughs> that, well, no, it's not because we split up. It's just well, we actually know we did do a lot of split up, but it yeah, just felt like well, there wasn't. I, if I, I think if we go back to it, I'll re-roll as a talky class because it just felt like I was doing nothing. I think it's worth noting. It's not necessarily whether or not like there is nothing to say that you can't be both. Mm. I mean, it's a. I I did exactly the same when I first started. When you start, you try to focus on the one thing because you want to be good at one thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, whereas instead, you can really feel free to kind of branch out and be a little bit less focused on this one particular thing like um, in the same game i'm uh, if you're thinking about vampire because mm. i'm in a very similar vein to you 
but I manage by just having a little bit in other things elsewhere that allows me to bumble through. Right. See, see, I wanted to just commit to one because I found like the one time I actually committed to a bard, like I turned up. Was it you running or Mad? No, it was Maddie running. And it was when Emil came down oh yeah, and I rolled so up and I was like, I'm going to be a bard. And I put oh, my bag yeah. down and pulled out a ukulele. <laughs> and you actually wrote, oh, a, I think it was and a I, song or a song or a yeah, poem. Poem. Uh, yeah, Maddie had a poetry yeah, contest. It was a poetry Proper contest. Poems. He wrote down yeah. a poem. If you can find those. I was, I was those. so proud of you. Oh God, I don't even know if they're on I, I think I think they were on physical paper. Yeah, no, no, no they were, I wrote them on my phone. Did you? I swear you wrote them on a notebook. Oh, am I? I swear it was physical. I off my phone. Yeah, I didn't bring a notebook. And they, they, they were amazing. He went, he went all. Oh, I actually, he, did. he actually wrote poems. Stay tuned for next week. We'll have Bradley's poetry slam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But, but I think uh, something that is really important to not get bored in a role playing game if you are just a combat character is playing with people that actually initiate dialogue outside of important character situations. Like not just when you're trying to persuade a guard or when you're trying to pledge allegiance to a king, just being able to talk to other characters in character. Yeah, I've been able to do. I still can't do that yet. Don't well, worry, it's, it's just still, something you pick up. Yeah. That's where most of the fun comes from. Like, oh, funny yeah. enough, this is the first time we've been talking about D and D, even though this is called the Ryan Robin Podcast, which is probably based off your game of Ryan Robin. It is. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> we, we'd said a few. We'd said a few weeks ago that we wanted to. We should probably mention some more uh, pen and paper and. We have so, many and varied so interests. Ben, so yeah. when Ben was yeah. thinking five minutes before coming onto the podcast, what should he do? He was like, I'll tell him to watch a trailer and then I'll talk about pen and paper games. I mean, I mean this, this checklist I'm going through, it really just says, oh God, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, timer so, marker. Ben just keeps messaging me saying, yeah. what time are we on? <laughs> uh, one thing I will say, though, is um, I actually had the opposite problem to you, Bradley, when I started role-playing. I tended to focus... I was so good! No, no, no. <laughs> I just <laughs> winning! No, I tended to over-generalize my characters. I tended to try and be a little bit of everything and good at nothing. <laughs> uh, no, so, you know, that I had that issue to begin with where it was kind of like... I'm now, I'm now I'm now having the ish, opposite issue, but I did to begin with just go, but I want to be good at everything. Yeah, I, I was the same. Like, I think it was um, while we were playing Shadowrun, and I think Rob, you were the one who said to me, Ben, you need to uh, with Not this system shit. focus on the thing you want to do first, and then branch out from there because yeah. it works a bit differently than anything else we've played I to that point. It's just natural to want to succeed, isn't it? But, that, but that's the thing. It's way it's the way I'd built RPGs on games yes but can i run around like, i just want to, my pet peeve when it comes to character genning is when you're just like trying you you don't understand the rules or the book or any of the skills and someone says to you you need to be good at x and you're like okay cool what should i go for that and then suddenly like the people you're with start talking about the fucking law and just everything that you don't care and about. And everyone yells like half a dozen feet yeah, you can every, take. Everyone's yelling different things <laughs> and you're like, uh, shut the... The worst is when oh, they yeah. start arguing over something and yeah. you have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. So they're just like, oh, no, you want to take this. Oh, why well, you take this? Well, you could do this. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. What about the Skangledy gook? No, but what if the Smorkledorf goes in there? Yeah, but if a Nike on that thing is insane and they're just sat there like, what the fuck is going on? Just yeah. tell me if I need to take cleave or not. <laughs> it's, it's never getting better. So if I could impart something to people that are like bringing someone new into their like game is when they ask you a specific question fucking answer it because it's nothing more annoying than when a bunch of you give different answers just pick one person see, the to be the yeah. guide see the problem with that and is everyone though, else shut the fuck up yeah problem with that is though the reason you get different answers is because everyone plays their characters and then so when your differently character fucks and they up, want go, oh, to oh you shouldn't listen to John yeah mm. it's like shut up oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't care I like how like... you withheld from naming anyone real Maddie yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
but John's a generic name unless you yeah. want to like name him fully. <laughs> but so what you want to do in something like that is only listen to the GM, and also the GM is their responsibility to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, like. I think it's their responsibility to say if you're going to do something that isn't going to work for you or is a waste of a point or a feature. I can just imagine some mother coming in and just being like, you told my son to take this class. <laughs> what are you doing? I think, I think just sometimes the issue is it can also be the DM because basically it's something that they might care a lot about, they know a lot about, and they want to, they're excited because they want to impart all of that information that they know. But at the same time, someone who's just come into... Uh, a new system it can or a be new overwhelming. world. They don't care. They just want to know what does this number mean in comparison to yeah. that number. Yeah. That, tell yeah. me what that means. It did take don't me a long time. Don't tell me the story Also, it, it could help talking to the DM because they might construct a world which relates to what you want to play as. Yeah. 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 That, that's, that does make a difference. It, it took me a long time to get into 40k just because there's so much lore, so much story that if you do make a mistake in this universe... You could get your whole squad killed, and well, it's very well. Yeah, well I mean, that's see, why I hate forty k. But see, the <laughs> thing is, that is also again that comes down to the GM understanding the lore that their players know. Like mm. I, fe- I feel like you can GM a good forty k game without having to be too lore heavy, and you can also relax a little on some lore. Like I, I like I've played with people before who who are relaxed on the lore, and that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with, uh, even though yes, that is wrong, and in the lore of the game and the world, that that might not make as much sense for the players that you are running the game for. Because at the end of the day, that is who it is for. Vermitide's forty k, isn't it? is fantasy. Fantasy. Vermitide's fantasy. Oh, was it fantasy? Yeah, yeah. The other one, where everyone just aren't dies. they all fantasy though? It's, there's Warhammer fantasy and there's Warhammer forty k. It's just real life. Based on real life. Yeah, but like, what is it's just fantasy? It's like yeah, but it's you know, landslide. the vermin time is a fantasy world within it's the forty k world. You know? <laughs> Not vermin time. <laughs> Sorry, vermin time. Runner. Would you refer to Blade Runner as fantasy or as sci-fi? The fantasy. Seriously? Yeah, because that's not science fiction. None it, of that's based it, on any sort of science fiction. I suppose I said from time. Enhance. That's all I'm <laughs> going to say. None of that. None of that is based on like oh, that's that's science. That's science. I don't, sci-fi. I don't know, Bradley. But are we in the year forty thousand? We're in the year three thousand. Not much has changed. <laughs> there no, we go. Exactly. So I mean, we still got a ways off to go. So and hey, we don't know what happened. Maybe eight thousand years ago. Maybe. Look, at so, this rate, I don't think we're going to get... I think it's optimistic to think we're going to get to 40,000. Okay. If Ryan Gosling doesn't age in the next five years, <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a synth. But he's, or, or he's the immortal god-emperor of mankind. Uh, before, in I'd case you that. talk about that movie more, I haven't seen it yet. You've still not seen I it? I still haven't seen it. It's been out... This is, I this know. is like when I found out Ben still I hadn't know. seen Last Jedi. It's been out for so fucking long. Every time long. we go to watch Blade Runner, it's like 11 o'clock at night. It's like, it's three hours. I've not doing that. Here's getting, a trick. Start earlier. I've nah. just stopped getting annoyed by these two and what they have and haven't seen. Oh, we're much better than Until, most people. We no, usually you're not. watch no, stuff. You no, not. you're not. You're the worst people in the room. <laughs> like, Okay, so what do, how long does it take? To, to, for someone to tell you to watch it and the time it takes you to watch it or just not watching Depends it at all. Depends if I'm watching it with because Ben. Because if no one w- told me to watch like some film from the 60s, am I in my entire no, life no, just no, a no, shit no, no, until no. I see that movie? No, 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 because for them, it's movies that are actively coming out in cinemas well, see, the and they'll is- be like, yeah, we'll watch it one year later and they're like, oh, don't spoil it. And I'm like, it came out a year ago. <laughs> like, oh, come on. didn't see it in the cinema, so... Don't spoil that till we've seen it. But it's been out on DVD for months, like... Still doesn't change the fact that we haven't seen it. 
Wait, you've seen it. I just feel if you I've cared seen Blade enough Runner, about, by the way. I'm not talking about Blade Runner. I'm just there's I certain completely things. Agree. There's certain things. It's like someone, if it's something came out a year ago, and I haven't actively gone out of my way to watch it, then clearly I don't care that much about That's it. That's what it is. He feels lied to by your enthusiasm. Your enthusiasm to go see this movie yeah. is all a lie because you well, haven't so seen the movie you're, yet. So you've lied to Bradley. Yeah, I would face, disagree you're there. Because you're, you're making it out that it's important for you to watch it, but yeah. then you're not watching it. Like, if you went, please don't spoil it for me because I'm literally going to go and watch it, and then two within the next yeah. two weeks you watch it, Totally on your side. If, but then if I watch it within go... two weeks, will you will you be happy with yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, but the, if you don't been... watch it in two weeks, I'm just gonna do. And my podcast in a week's time is just gonna be caps. all of the spoilers from Blade Runner. Okay, here's <laughs> the thing, though. I, this is my argument to that: is that it's not so much that I'm saying that oh, I I need to. I'm going to watch that soon. It's that when I do watch it, I don't want to know anything else about it. And what you said there gives away something that wasn't in the trailers and wasn't that. So for me, because I've seen that, it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, but, but it is also established in the first minute of but the that's film. Still, but that's still nice to have established to be You're surprised right, I, while watching it, if that makes sense. Yeah, but if it's in the first minute. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but it's still... I would prefer to, I at least if it was me, and I that I would have preferred to know that in the film I as mean, opposed to. I count it as a pivotal scene. So if it's just like, oh, there's a car here, I'd be like, oh, you're fucked off now, yeah. and now there's a car here. If it's mm. this car's actually a man all along, I'm like, that's, oh fuck, that's no, I know it's yeah. a man all along. And I'm gonna be like, when's the man? Yeah. Luke, I haven't car? seen Transformers. Everyone's seen, everyone's seen the original Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah. Like if I said that um, Harrison Ford is a synth. That's a spoiler because that's something that the whole, well, whatever version, I don't think he's a synth, but if you're going by the version that Ridley Scott wants you to watch, at the end of the film, if you say if you say to someone, oh, Harrison Ford's a synth, it's like, cheers, because that's like the whole film is, is he not? Whereas when, like, literally the film goes, this is Blade Runner, this is what Ryan Gosling is, this is such and such. It's like, okay, that's just setting up your world. That's not something that's, a revolution. Yeah. Revelation. What fucks, what fucks revolution. me right off is when it someone is tells revelation. me there's a twist in the movie. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. that. No, I hate Saying that. there's a twist in the movie, that's a dick move. I hate that. Like, I hate that so much. You spoil it without spoiling it. No, because you sat there and then for you two figure hours out. trying to figure out what the twist is. What is it? What is it? What is it? Unless I say it and there is no twist. And that is even worse. Yeah. What a but roller coaster. No, no, I, I think I, you've done I, that to me before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. Every M. Night Shyamalan yeah. movie. Spoiler. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Even when I think he's not going to do it, he still does it. And I'm like, I would have thought you would have stopped by now, but you're still going through with these twists. Ben, you were saying. You broke I was going to do this wrap up <laughs> to say that, so apart from our uh, obviously differing opinions of what spoilers are, this hopefully we should all have a good story about. So what was the change that you remember from when you moved from... SD to HD in video games. But On video <laughs> games? Because I can remember exactly what mine was. And I was playing Gears of War 2 with a friend of mine. And I'd recently uh, changed from my old, like, CRT monitor thing. It was it was horrible. Uh, to a uh, HD TV. Mm -hmm. And I was playing Gears of War. And I remember uh, seeing... This, I, I like my friend telling me we're chatting about like the Hitchy because I he was asking me what it was like. And I was like, I mean, it looks all right, but I mean, eh. I was like, you did plug, and then he, he said something to me. He's like, oh, yeah, well, all the extra cables. What do you mean the extra cables? You know, you have to plug in because it was back when the old before you had the HDMI, the it was five, the, the five, the five, or six. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, 
the what? And so I, I, we paused, saved. I quickly just disconnected the, uh, disconnected the back of it and mm-hmm. tweaked about it. Suddenly I could see a wash of brown colours of all different shapes and sizes. What it was for me that really just made me go, whoa, and this is such a small thing, is that I suddenly realised that the ammo bar wasn't a solid bar. It was, in fact, individual bullets <gasps> on the bar. And I was like, that what blew, game that is this? Gears, Gears of War, two. War 2. All the Gears of Wars. Because I, I never, it was just blew my mind at the just time. Just bends at the screen like, oh my like, God. And it just looked so much better. It was just like <laughs> such a jump. Uh, like, do any of you guys have a story like that? Or I, I do. I was going to say, I didn't it's think when I, I did. I first but... got my PS3. Ooh. And I just plugged it in with the HD. And the first time I had HD at all. And I played Heavenly Sword. I remember and it that game. So nice and like epic. I think the game is probably like crap now if I play it. But it was just it was just like that. what is this 720p? Ugh. Yeah, no, we, like we orchestra came on and it was like the menu was so sleek. I was like, oh my god, the menu's so awesome. And I click into the game and it's just like, whoa, it's a hot redhead chick slashing everyone up. And I just got like a nerd boner. Nice. Oh. Mine was Mass Effect 2 on the Xbox 360. Good where game. I'd been using it with the scar because I bought the so if you bought the there was three versions and if you bought the cheapest one you didn't get the HDMI you didn't not HDMI uh, you, uh, the you didn't get the yeah the arcade that was it you didn't you just got um like RGB basically yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you didn't get the HD cable yeah you got a Scarlet basically you didn't get the HD one uh, but it did have HDMI in the back of it so eventually we bought a HDMI cable so. I remember taking it downstairs. Uh, we'd just gotten like a 40 inch TV, which was like this giant thing back in the day. And nowadays people are like, check out my 70 inch fucking OLED TV, guys. Shut yeah. the fuck up, Sean. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, Sean's is, uh, sorry, Ben's is nothing. Um, no, mine's, mine's TV not right? shaming. Boom. Um, TV shaming. I know, right? But <laughs> Don't look my way. <laughs> uh, so there was, but the thing about Mass Effect was it was annoying. So I was playing it upstairs on the, on the SCART TV and there's bits in the game where you've got to hit corresponding letters and there's also text, but it was also small and in SD, you couldn't read it. So it's impossible that to figure out like an what issue. any characters say. I actually know what you're talking what about. you're supposed to do. So you like, just sort of kind of start guessing which one corresponds to the buttons on your controller and you're like, oh yeah, that vague shape. But, and then I plugged it into HD and was like, oh Jesus, that's words. Like, and that's that's my triangle, <laughs> not triangle. Um, my X and Y. I yeah. haven't used the X. I, um, I actually, y. I do remember. Um, y. There we go. Yeah, I do remember a similar situation. It was actually last uh, last year when we had uh, that TV in in our flat. Um, it's a bit of a soundbar fucked up. Well, apart from the fact that every time there was the, the mildest amount oh, of bass, it, it was just like <laughs> listening to something die. Um, yeah, every time a deep noise resonated, we, the whole TV just we, shook. And God, went, it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> when we played anything with a like with te- with small enough text on the oh. screen, like I remember we tried to play Stardew Valley on the Switch. We also I played a few RPGs and stuff, and it was just impossible to read whatever the hell was going on, just because the TV was just so old. Yeah, you mm. thought you was going like blind. I thought I was going blind. I was like, <laughs> am I? Is this just my life now, or do I get glasses? I mean. It's not that horrible. Well, then. no, it's more so like <laughs> says Maddie wearing glasses. <laughs> Is my life over? Do you ever feel like a subhuman for your flaws, Maddie? 
didn't think it was that big a flaw, but well, clearly, clearly it's life ending. You two, having to light you on AFK is one of the most stressful situations <laughs> of oh, because they Because they get anime eyes. Because <laughs> they push their glasses up. Oh, <laughs> it's just people. constant reflections and you can't see his fucking eyes and it's just so annoying. Oh, I'm so fucking sorry that I'm going blind, your and highness. Whenever, whenever I think I've figured it out, you turn and I'm like, no, it's blind, I can't see I adjust my glasses so much that one of my younger students, um, whenever she was copying like hand gestures and stuff, um, I, I was I was wondering like what's she doing? She keeps going like this. She keeps going like this, and then I did it. I was like, She's adjusting her imaginary glasses. <laughs> She's taking the piss. <laughs> yeah. What were you guys? Is there anything that uh, really sold you on the change? Um, not one that came out. Not one that like when HD finally happened, but it was when they did a remaster of Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker, because it's such a beautifully designed game and the colors are so beautiful. And they did the HD remaster, and it was so stunning. Wait, wait, wait. Is this like HD remaster, i.e. Halo, um, the Master Chief Collection, or is this like HD remaster, like, it's the same level of polygons, but now at, like, 1080p, so you can see how shit it looks. I think when they re-released Wind Waker on the Wii U, I think it was an upscale. Uh, I think it... Is that not good? I'm not really a fan of it, because it's just kind of like... Like, when you remaster the game, it's like, okay, you've taken the old physics and you've put it in, like, a new engine and you've made it look really pretty and you've upped the design. I feel like when you charge £40 for that, I'm like, okay, I can see where that money's gone because you've actually had to re-basically redo the game but make it play exactly like the old one. Whereas when I just feel like I'm getting what I could just go on my PC and download an emulator. Oh, with this one, they did edit the end of the game as well because oh. there were a few issues with the end of the game in the original. Oh. Like the they did, they did kind of done, didn't they? Or oh, something like right, that. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, they didn't add in the two extra dungeons that they had planned for the original release. Yeah, uh, that would be great. I, I did see that. I, I do feel like they did improve some other stuff than oh, they, yeah, just I the upscale. I yeah. swear there was a lighting improvement in that. Oh, oh god, yeah, it looks it looks much better. Uh, but to be honest, thankfully, Wind Waker did have one of those art styles that just lasts. Unlike when you go back and it's like. Um, for example, playing the Halo remaster, where you've got the button that swaps you back into the original oh, Halo. Yeah, and you God. go, Jesus Christ, how did I play this? I mean, I never finished it. Just thinking, a lot of people must think we're really poor because 4K exists now. Well, I mean, so it's kind of like <laughs> HD. HD. Fuck, he's but, goddamn. But I mean, just to just to say, the thing that actually gave me the idea about this last night is we were watching Better Call Saul and. Was we, 4K? It was in 4K, yeah. and it was just you like you can see there's wrinkles. Like, there was, there was a sh- like a <laughs> shot of like a, the depression. There was a shot of like a basketball net, and I could see the fibers on. I could see like oh, the, for the sake, fiber. Man. Well, it's uh, it's it's about time we move on anyway to uh, one of our main topics this evening. Ooh. Cyberpunk 2077. I was expecting you to say something completely different yeah. than just to make all of our time wasted. I was going to, but then Name I thought one time you wanted to Snapchat your poop. So. You guys have all seen the trailer, as I asked. All right, Ben. Jesus. <laughs> it's like I've forgotten homework. I, know. <laughs> I watched the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes. So you have some idea. That's good. Is everyone okay today? Everyone feels really salty. Like, what is going on? No, like, I, I like it. We get a lot more bounce on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so initial impressions. What do you guys think? I don't really know where to start. I mean, it looks good. I was super happy with this. Like as soon as it like popped up on the, I think it was one of our friends posted on our, uh, like our group chat on yeah, Facebook Gowan, Messenger. Yeah, Gowan goes, the trailer's up. And I'm like, help. 
no response. And then Emil's like, don't worry, fam, got you. Immediate link. And yep. I was like, yes. Why would he say it's up without linking it? I know. Oh, what a shit. I know, right? <laughs> right? Be because only... he wants you to do the work, damn it. No, you link it to your friends. The thing I'm what not friends? hyped for is that I loved the combat system in Witcher 3 so much and there's no way they could implement that realistically into like Thank God. this kind of universe. I don't want to play The Witcher with a sci-fi skin. Oh, but I love that combat system so then much. Then play The Witcher again. Problem well, solved. No, no, finish The Witcher. Yeah. You're on the last DLC, just finish it. What if they just mod it on The Witcher where it's just instead of the characters, you're just fighting robots? Wait, nice. what about which do you want in, in it? Siri. No, the combat system. No, that'll be there. I'm, but I'm confused. Like, it's a sword. Like, how would you... Oh, no, that's why I'm saying. Like, I know it can't get implemented, but I just... I'm not very good at shooters, and I don't think it's going to be as, like... I don't think the combat system is going to be as fun. I don't know. From what this showed, where it's all the, like, moving around and stuff like that, I was like... If mm. it is like that for the majority of combat, then point. sure. Rob's just just to point. be the law guy, in the cyberpunk world, there is a very, very heavy... In most, apparently, most post-humanism sci-fi games they do, there is a very, very big Japanese element to the point where one of the backgrounds is that you worshipped a rocker samurai. There <laughs> are samurai swords on the walls. There are melee sections of the game, I wouldn't be shocked if there is going to be a bit with the sword. However, I don't want it to be like The Witcher because that's The Witcher. It doesn't suit sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree completely. I'm glad they took it in a different direction rather than just making what, you know, like Bethesda did with Fallout and just add guns to oblivion. Tailored around first-person shooter, though. Yeah, <laughs> it I, is. Which I, is a lot different to. I just don't what... know how interesting they can make it. Yeah. Oh, it looked really the interesting. Is, you gotta look at it as it's not a Witcher sequel. Yeah, yeah. I it's... just, I just assumed that the the developer had done three games in one universe, and they went, "Let's not just keep making Fallout and um, Skyrim. Let's make something different." That's pretty so yeah. they wanted yeah. to do I, something I was glad different. To see. Um, like. I think, yeah. Yeah, well, pretty much. I really like the look and the if the world looks. As good as it did in the demo when it comes out, I'm going to be. Oh, very I take everything with a massive bag of well, salt. I was about to say, this, this, is, this, had, this had one of my biggest red flags for a trailer or anything, and that is subject to change. Well, they did they say went, that a lot. There is a, there is a good reason for that, though, and that is that when The Witcher 3 first got revealed, which was a very early demo of the game, which was way beyond what systems could end up ended up getting, people immediately compared it. Like, there's actually, the, like, I, I think IGN did a video talking about this as to why they thought gameplay hadn't been shown. And it was simply a case of Cyberpunk didn't, wanted to hold off as much as possible showing this until, because they didn't want people to pick it apart and be like, well, that gun's different than the one you showed in the trailer. There's literally a post somewhere on Reddit of someone comparing a crack in a wall in Witcher. So they, they try to, they, and that's why I think that even when they revealed that trailer at multiple times, they mentioned everything is you see is subject to change. And they had the banner at the top constantly, subject well, to change. Yeah, but that, but that's yeah the, actually, I, like, I, I guess that's the their way video. of kind of like not misleading people into saying like, look. Is that just, what it yeah, took so long in production? Because apparently that was going to go on for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's part of my worry about it. When they say it's subject to change, like, everything that you see here, the, the locales, the characters, the gameplay, all of it can be changed. It's actually that what you're either, that, either, that either means to me that it's bullshitted or it's going to be even longer until we actually see the final product. I just, I always get a bit concerned because I just remember like the horror story of Halo 2 when they had the playable demo on the shop floor and it was just 
a, like wasn't even like a slice of the game. It was just like it was nothing to do with the final version. Like they literally just built it for E E three, and it was basically like, well, this is what we want to do. It's not what's going to go yeah. in the game. Yeah, and like that's kind of what this is, where like none of that is even in any version of the game they've currently got going on right now. It's just that a small segment of it has basically been tasked with develop an E3 demo. Yeah. I'd like to kind think, of show what it's going to be. I'd I think like that's to think why. we've gotten past the point of making a demo or a trailer that is in no way indicative of the actual Ubisoft, final product. You, you yeah, Ubisoft, I like to think that. Again, that's the thing. Like, we are now in a point where the hype will generate itself no matter how it looks, mm. but people are much more willing to hold a grudge when the final product isn't what's shown. No Man's Sky, yeah. the prime example of that. Yeah. That's mm. because it was nothing like Which, what they were yeah, saying know, it was going to be. So yeah. why lie about what the game's going to look like and include? You're just bringing yeah. more hurt on yourself. Well, but that's, that, but that, that's again one of the things why I feel like CD Projekt Red were maybe trying to avoid as much as possible. Because they don't want that coming back down on them. Yeah, because Ubisoft, when they show their games, they make that seem like it's the. They, there's no point in it where they go, "This is concept" or anything. They're like, "This is the version." Yeah, this come is out the game. This is what like, see. I, think, I think one of the worst ones for that was well, the two of the worst ones that Ubisoft did were Watch Dogs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Rainbow Six Siege. But I think the so thing they that could get rid of the um, numbers. Oh, I can't. Yeah. A lot of people, lot of people don't like the numbers appearing as damage. Oh, really? Happens. Is it not just me? No, I thought it was just I, me being I really stuck up. I, I felt that was really jarring. It's just a bit weird. Like, there's already the bar there. So why does yeah, it need... Like, well, all of the extra UI makes sense. The, the like, the of reason, what yeah. augments you have. But yeah. why would you have random well, numbers popping up? Maybe you could turn it on and off. Maybe that's an If it was an upgrade, because they show the character upgrading and getting more information... So yeah. if it was an upgrade to know how much damage you're doing, I could understand that. But yeah. from the base game, yeah, it just seems weird yeah. to throw well, in. Well, I mean, it's something that's been in a lot of first-person RPGs for a while, is just to, to indicate to the player that where their hits are currently landing, they are doing damage or they're not doing enough damage. Like, I kind of agree, but... Like, that works like, for something like Bioshock, which is quick, fun, and cheerful. Was that what? Bioshock? Sorry, Bioshock. Borderlands. <laughs> Borderlands. I was going to say, it's no, like, no, no, no. I missed yeah. that. <laughs> Although Bioshock Infinite is another great example of the initial trailer being nothing like the final product. Well, that's because that's they, the same situation where they developed it just for yeah. E3. Well, I mean, if you look at the original launch trailer for Cyberpunk, like, the tone seems very different from what they set in that trailer. Yeah. Really? Well, the origin, the initial launch trailer. I'm talking like back in like 2012. Oh, like there's the song, the, the bullets the, flying through the, the air, chick. and the robot chick laying there. I mean, who knows? That Wait, might there was still a come up. Trailer in 2012. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this game has been in development for a long time. Oh, which I is thought why there was a trailer like a year ago. No, 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 yeah, with the uh, it like whenever you're saying, obviously it's been developed. It has been in development for a while, so that's what gives me a little bit of like they have waited so long to show us gameplay for this. But no, that first trailer was a lot darker and spookier than the game trailer. The, the demo second we trailer played, they did seemed. and the demo. Yeah, but I say this time around, these were the trailers they've been releasing lately. They're trying to show that it's a much more alive world. There is a kind of a bit more joy and yeah. life to it. Um, one thing I did notice about it, and this is like getting really minute. But I felt like when some of those guys were getting shot, 
the damage seems to go from naught to a thousand, like out of nowhere. Like you're watching the bullets hit them and that bar's going da 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 and then all of a sudden it would just go bang all the Maybe way to zero. Maybe you're getting through their shield? Uh, um, they specifically mentioned the one guy who has a shield oh, yeah. in the trailer. Yeah. Is that not the bit though when well, they they're talk doing a slow motion movie? No, no, no. no, no, no. This, is, this is before the slow motion bit where she does the inhaler. No, no, because so they... There's, so the bit in the trailer, basically she does everything up to when everything goes fucking haywire. And then the voiceover guy goes, we are now about to level oh. up the character massively to show what can be possible later on in the game. That segment was really fucking cool, but mm. no. Um, I'm talking in the very first opening mission where they are going through the scav hangout. Then again, uh, factoring critical hits. Oh, right there, yeah, yeah. yeah if critical like shot hits are a thing. Yeah. There might also, be, I'm I not sure. kind of take the damage system as like, they don't really want to have like the... In the in the in the demo, the character's not going to die. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, we get st stuck on a wall. Could you, imagine, <laughs> could you imagine if it was forty-five minutes and it was a ten-minute mission? It's just it took that long for him to <laughs> complete it. I think that would be great because that'd be a fantastic way of demonstrating how you can do things differently. Yeah, yeah. Because they were banging on about that a lot. They, well, yeah. <laughs> if it's anything to go through on like choice and uh, choice and consequence. Like previous games have had that with them. I'm curious to see how they're going to do it. But when they were mentioning the the the, dro the drone mission, yeah, like I, I was kind of like, okay, this this sounds like interesting. It's like, oh well, because they also present the option. What if you just buy the drone yourself? What if you do this, that, and the others? Yeah, okay. I'm guessing if you don't kill most people, they can come back and give you side quests or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could be like stuff that. like that. Yeah. So I, I am curious to see. One thing I did notice, at least so far, there's although the game is now up for pre-order on various platforms. There is no pre-order bonuses. Good, outrageous, kill them. Did well, The Witcher do pre-order bonuses? That's the thing. I don't. I don't remember. I hadn't. I didn't get because time. Because it, might be, it might be that CD Projekt Red just doesn't Sorry, ben, subscribe to that. Sorry, Ben. You don't get enough that. time to work that out. Neither did we. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll have a quick look. But you know, I get you. I'm watching that I trailer. I think not having pre-order bonuses is. A good thing. Good, yeah. Yeah. No, but that's that's the thing is, the reason I was, I was on the uh, PC Master Race subreddit, the, um, and there was a few, and it was, it was a, uh, that uh, one of the guy, like with the two buttons and two tough choices, pre-order, not to pre-order, Cyberpunk, because obviously there's been a, Big push against. Did you just try to describe a meme? Yes, he did. I did. I just terribly. Did yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but and he did it whilst leaning away from his microphone, which upset me more. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, you couldn't even hear it. So. Yeah. No, uh, but yeah. So like, it was just people talking about like whether they were going to pre-order, pre not pre-order the game. So I, re I did read through some we of the comments. Say that, trying to describe the meme. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It, it happened. <laughs> yeah, Move whatever. on. Ben, ben knew his comic genius was going to really. <laughs> but yeah. So um, I just like getting salty. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I saw a lot of people. <laughs> what are you doing? Ben, stop throwing pens. We're sorry. That's what we're again. Uh, I know it's your podcast. I have two cats. But I, I like there's, there was obviously the huge debate of people saying, and I think I saw a few commenters saying that because there were no pre-order bonuses, they almost wanted to pre-order it more. I, I, I get what they mean. Um, by that and saying uh, that it's not they're not like restricting any content to the game and they respect that so they want to pre-order it to show that they approve but in doing so that kind of so pre-orders was so you could get a copy of a game on the first day of launch so it doesn't sell out but yeah. it doesn't That's really matter point, with digital right? download about now. Say, when, when but in the world the, of digital, age of digital downloads, if there were actual the if there's like physical things I'm I mean, much I'm more sure, likely to pre-order there's, there's probably going to be a limited edition of the game also yeah. When, like, when was the last game, maybe Nintendo is the only one I can think of that probably still does this, that you've ever heard of where it went, there is no copies of this 
But exactly. Maybe like GTA Five. Well, that's the thing. Well, they like, made more, didn't they? Yeah, but like I'm talking day one. Like, oh, where day one. If yeah. you didn't get your copy, you had to you wait. Like, you had to wait. I, I remember yeah. pre-ordering Halo Three just because I was like, I'm not going to get a copy otherwise. But like, but I can't think of a time where recently, it's no, that's been not... an issue where like someone's gone where like they've come out and gone like there are no copies of this because it's everything's been sold. It's like, they always make enough. Battletoads. So the argument that like, I've got to get my pre-order in there because I want this on day one. It's like, you could just walk to the shop and order it. Like, yeah. Well, even then now, why pre-order? Just buy it the day on Steam. I know when it's going to be released. Well, I'll just take care of it. Some yeah, people don't I'm, have computers. I, well, I've just looked up, uh, <laughs> I just looked up a GameSpot article there uh, for what they did with The Witcher 3. And so it's it's going through the... Uh, i just read the, read the first line. So we're, uh, so it's uh, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, set to release, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but the real deciding factor generally comes down to what you get out of the box and what you get if you pre-order. Then the next line is, regardless of when you order the game, the standard edition includes like all these bits and pieces and then obviously you get your collector's edition. But it doesn't mention... Uh, so it's basically the pre-order bonus for GameStop was an exclusive Witcher keychain. Nice. So essentially, uh, the companies have to make their own pre-order bows. Uh, yeah, yeah. Amazon, Amazon will let you an exclusive Witcher comic. Yeah, <laughs> that's not go. bad. Yeah, I mean, like, um, and Best Buy, you get one of their Steelbook uh, versions. Mm. But I, I, I think someone, yeah, you know, out, it's a metal case rather yeah. than a. Oh, didn't right. someone find out that like the Steelbook is a separate? They're all separate. They're not actually done by the developer. Really? So, so someone well, the told me that. The manufacturer does steel books. The manufacturer is, I can't remember oh, if you told me that. I'm not sure if it's true. Um, but with the um, the Steam version of the game, so with the online pre-order, you would get 10% off if you pre-ordered it. So I guess that's something. That's, that's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, an additional 5% if you owned either the Witcher Enhanced Edition or Witcher 2. So 15% if you own the last one. Right. Um, and then just all the other stuff you would get normally. Um, and GOG, again, a very similar one with just nothing really. There's no gated off content, nothing like that. So the experience that you get is the same experience that everyone else gets. Because I remember when Fallout New Vegas came out, um, there were at least, I think, at least two different pre-order things you could get. And I ended up there going for four. one of them. Yeah, there were four. I remember getting one of the, I, I got one of the pre-order ones and it gave me like a starter's kit when you jumped into the game, you would get a few extra bits of gear and it was kind of pointless and I, yeah. You feel ripped off. <laughs> no, I, I didn't feel one, ripped off. I enjoyed New Vegas. What was but the pre-order bonus for GTA 5? It was like a blimp, which just kind of felt oh, like yeah. almost like... I don't remember It almost that. seemed like Rockstar just going like, we've been forced to do this. Here's yeah. something that shit. That was the yeah. last time yeah. I went to a game's midnight launch. GTA 5. GTA 5. Oh, fuck me. I'm never doing that again. Oh, never no. done well, no, if we're doing it again, oh, we're showing it. up earlier. I was excited, and it just took so long. Well, so long. It's because we decided to show up at 10 to 12, and we also f didn't factor in just how excited other people would be about that game. There's not many people in Plymouth, is there? Uh, dude, <laughs> you like, think so. The you know, so you know where game is, no. right? Yes. Which one? The queue, uh, the, the one at Drake Circus. Okay. It, the queue literally went from the doors of game... Uh, to the far end of the banks uh, on in the end of, of that street. In terms of distance and kilometers for anyone who doesn't. Yeah, someone from Ameri the American Plymouth really going to know where yeah, the hell. So, so, so you know your game stories. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically you're looking at like more or less the whole street. That up to still the, is I, no, I don't, I don't really like, have, I've never it measured probably it. probably a good like 50 feet. Like 400, 50. probably a good like 400 meters. 400 meters. 400, it's not 400 meters. No, because it went all the way past Nando's Wait, they and they went all the way past all the other banks. Do they use meters in America? Yeah. Uh, no, they use feet. Feet. How many feet? 
Three feet in a meter? No, it's more than three feet. It's something like feet. that, though. So 400 meters, you're saying like it's an entire lap of a race, of a running track. That's how far it was. Don't forget that's how maybe far more, Maybe, maybe two, 200 meters. So I was going to say 100 to 200 meters. Again, it sounds like what you're saying. your mind. You're saying, oh, yeah, well, nobody knows how long that is. We don't fucking measure it. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I have no clue how long. Yeah, but by saying I can, it was I can't this shop to this meters. shop. Either way. It the, could be next door to each other way, in any fucking city. <laughs> the queue was large. I think it took us an hour to get through. I got my Xbox One on, uh, on day one. Yeah? Yeah, uh, that, was, that wasn't too bad, actually. Um... Although, I've just had a thought. Tell you what can fuck off. Special editions <laughs> that don't include the game. Fucking Red Dead Redemption 2 what? that can suck my balls. What? Yeah, it has a special edition which doesn't have the game. Nice. Look but it up. In that case, maybe it's because you want to get the special edition and then the extra special edition, but you don't want two copies of the game. It's just... People are dumb. People will buy it. What I console know, are you getting? Can confirm. This is on any of them. No, no, what, console, what console are you getting? Oh, I'm not on? buying it. You're not buying it. Well, because of this whole thing. No, no, no. I'm just not bothered about paying the Dead Redemption again. Oh, fair enough. But the, the reason being is that Bradley is currently torn as to whether he gets... Uh, gets he's, not gonna, he's not going to buy an Xbox, A male's apparently switched sides. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and, yeah. We've got, we've got an in-house console I, going on right I now. We've got this. about It feels like being I 13 again. I hate the idea that you need to have a side for a console. But no, he, it's just for consoles you own. Like, I'm not going to buy both of them. If I have one, I'm sticking to one. Yeah, I just... bought both because I like the exclusives, but it's not well, an I us can't against them both, thing. Mr. Fucking Moneybags. I'm trying to decide whether my brother would like let me borrow his Xbox One. Oh no, you're playing on fucking off as well. <laughs> See, that's the problem. Is that like once Emil faltered, like that kind of. I know he is like the pivotal person. Everyone's played games Here's with. Here's the issue: but he is, says nothing. Emil... When no. you play online with him, he doesn't say a fucking word. No, but what he does, but he add... listens, man. No, no, but he, he listens. He listens, <laughs> and when he does speak, he it's often hilarious. He would have one last week if he was here let's just say that like he was at home playing himself and he was like he probably would have got 10 out of 10 except for rob but he doesn't know rob so no you know you don't know that here's the thing emil emil plays all of the time gowan is a rogue unit and i don't know how much his availability <laughs> rogue is unit. yeah and no no if you say do you want to play video games you could be like yeah sure and then you'll say i've got a availability next january uh, on the 21st <laughs> at 8 p.m please speak to my but secretary that is subject to availability <laughs> Terms and conditions know. apply. I don't know anymore. Like, I'm, I'm up in the air. But, yeah. I mean, I bought the console like a year ago. Like, it's definitely got the better games on it. I'm just going to buy a Switch and fuck off. <laughs> I mean, just agree. Switch, <laughs> Switch has got the better games. I mean, all, all, all we really need to happen is for uh, Sony to just accept crossplay. That's all we need. Yeah. And then we can all be friends. So before yeah. we move on from Cyberpunk, does anyone else have anything they want to say about the reveal? I thought like we anything? weren't talking about Cyberpunk at all. Like, no, we, so we kind of diverged, didn't we? We'll, we'll go in a little more. Uh, so what, what excited you the most when you saw the... What, what was it the, the feature that made you go, ooh, I want this? The or, ass. Uh, I don't want this. The, the ass. ass. There were many asses in that trailer. Oh, yeah, there was, like, bare titties. There was bare titties, there <laughs> I were mean, two I wouldn't particularly say they were good bare titties. She was, like, dying in a bathtub. Hey, hey, titties are titties, I'm really man. glad you said that, rather than she had small tits. Like, <laughs> please, <laughs> please do hey, not say... Don't go that far. She no, no, had no. small tits. No, 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 you love all tits. Oh, the thing is, though, I thought... Yeah, I was about to say, you're not a boob man if you don't like all boobs. <laughs> One thing that got me was that you were carrying her, but you could like still see them. And it's like when you're carrying someone, you don't just stare at their chest as you're carrying them across the hallway. I'm How like, why are you still you? looking down? Oh, also, shit. You seem very ineffective. Why don't you yeah. just put them over the shoulder? Yeah, absolutely. it's just so you could see that they're bang, showing bang, 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 nipples bang. and they're edgy. I think that's where it was. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to show titties. <laughs> and then that next bit where it was like, 
oh, this is a uh, adult game or so whatever yeah. it was. And as you can see, you can interact with the people in many ways. <laughs> All right, we can bang. We can fuck. Also, it seemed a bit weird that they'd blur the opening, but not that bit. Like, it was just a bit like... Why oh, yeah, doing blur, character what, yeah, You can't blur? see your own tits, Bradley. I know, that was big <laughs> sick. That, that I was might, just really hoping to see that man's that, dick. See, I was see, like... Wait, <laughs> see, that might come down more to, like, the way the opening's being done. Like, is it, like, through an agency or corporation that would blur those things out mm-hmm. and that, that's what I'm assuming because if they're not going to blur out nudity elsewhere in the trailer that's the reason for that well we talk about enhancements throughout what if you get an enhancement and it blurred like it's the PG like eye because in the bit there's the bit where they upgrade the eye and you've got to upgrade to a certain <laughs> one and it's oh, really no, powerful it, it, it'll be like to get um, rid of the blur that's a pre-order bonus there was a dog. game that did that really that had a, I think, I don't know if ben, it was a DLC. We were talking about Cyberpunk. I, know, I just have to quickly mention that there <laughs> was a game that had a DLC to show you the titties. Uh, that was the Saboteur. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, but that was less about, like, unlocking titties as it was about them adding titties into the game. Isn't that just making it more of a reward? Yeah. Like, would we, we paying money I for don't this? Remember, I yeah, don't remember. You're paying money you as opposed to just real life tits, which you could just look at online. Yeah. You could also pay money for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But back to Cyberpunk. What? Yeah. What else excited you guys? Um, I really like the bit. So the bit that I kind of, for me, was like, wow, um, was when you left your apartment and you go into the sort of the city. And obviously, I don't know how far. I mean, if it's anything like their previous three games, it's open world, it'd and they be keep saying open inside. world, so it's not like. Um, it's not like you're on rails. No, no, sorry. What's the what's the game very much like this? Um, Deus Ex, where like it's just hubs. Yeah, yeah. very like locked I mean, off, and then you go to another hub, and I mean, that's yeah. open world. After I saw this, this is kind of what I was really hoping for more of. Whenever they said they were doing like a larger hub in the Deus Ex Mankind. Yeah, and it's, um, just, it's also just everything that I want. Like it's the scalability. It's that vert. It's that kind of like you look up yeah. and there's floors that you can go on to. It says yeah. there's going to be no loading screens. Yeah, it says so, there's something, no loading I, something I did notice, which might be a clever way of disguising that. They say elevator, but there's yeah. also uh, crosswalk. Cross. Zebra yeah, yeah, yeah. crossing well, you cross the road. You have you, to wait for. Well, you cross the road. There was lights to say like cars oh, so were going. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's how I think they might disguise it. And that's clever. Coming back, but, baby. But that's clever. These, like I like that. In all of these gameplay trailers, we don't actually play like people play though. Because I wanted to see what would happen if you just randomly pistol whipped one of the crowd members and well, then just like see what happened. Me, me and a friend were talking about that because we wonder whether it's going to be like. Uh, so, because if they do it like they did in Witcher Three, uh, you can't really kill the guards the guards are always like five six levels out you'll kill a few but eventually they'll just overwhelm you mm. um we yeah want- even when you're like god tier at the end the guards will still just I mean, if you if, if, if you, you do seriously min max a character in that game you definitely will be able to like kill the guards but we wonder whether because it's an open just a large open world city with driving and stuff like that whether it's going to be more of a gta style wanted system or something akin to that mm. um and the, whether the, they're going to be regular I, although we do see a few corpse guys like the um the medic team coming in um and they look fucking heavily so they just armed. get called in over oh, and there's a scene, like, yeah. there's a scene in the original trailer mm. um i of a ship coming up 
and firing into the building. If I remember correctly, those guys are wearing the same uniforms the medical teams were wearing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, medical teams look intense. It's because they're not just there to make sure that you... Well, they're not just there to patch you up. They are there to make sure you survive. Well, even if they need to use overwhelming force to yeah. stop whoever's well, trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah right. It's uh, Well, I obviously haven't played the pen and paper version of Cyberpunk, but I, I do see a lot of similarities to Shadowrun. I'm not sure which was first. Um, oh, God, good question. Um, regardless, the two of them are very, very heavily alike. Like, the idea of having a crash team to save your life. Like, heavily armed doctors, effectively. Yeah. That's true for both. When oh. they first released the trailer, some of the, something that is a little interesting is there are like, different, all the different gangs in the game that they mention. Are, there's stuff like... I think there was one that was... Uh, if I, I might be misremembering, but I swear there's a gang that dresses up like clowns. Oh, God. Insane I think they call themselves the Bozos or uh, something like that. I, I was about to say, that's part of the beauty of it. There are some fucking nutso gangs. I noticed with the car sections, it seems very much like it's locked off from the pedestrian sections. Like when you get in that car, oh, there's so no, it did seem like highways. There's no way to GTA your way. Yeah, there's no way to I mean, go on like a murderous car rampage in the same way you yeah. could in GTA, well, which have, I'm fine with. I've got no yeah, issues yeah. with that. It's not like we need that. I mean, they have also said, though, that there will be other vehicles and that does. I don't think it discounted flying vehicles. I want a bike. I assume that. They did say motorcycles would be a thing. I really, really hope. I mean, this is the worst thing to say you're excited for, but gun customization and vehicle customization. I would love to see what the fuck we can do with that cool as fuck car. Yeah. And what we could like the shotgun, which could shoot through walls and things. Like watching all the moving parts as it changed modes. It was just so fucking lovely. Oh, that bit that we really liked where the guy goes in slow motion and then he shoots the guy's legs off. And you just hear a slow motion. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my legs. Immersion Ridge then shoots him in the head and he continues saying, legs. <laughs> You don't know where the mouth's gone. The mouth could be because they, like, they're augmented to fuck. Like their yeah, mouths could true. be here. In the cutscene, would it like keep your customization though? So say you join the clown party so. and you're in like a really serious place and someone's talking to you, just like, <laughs> please find my daughter. I mean, it just cuts <laughs> your character oh, as a full clown. Like. <laughs> Things that Don't I worry, see being... I'll get your daughter back. <laughs> Things that I see being downgraded from the um uh, the final game. That bit where you go into the um. Uh, like the like the repair shop with a bit where you get your eye on uh, your hand. Yeah. I see all of that dialogue going out. I see one of those things where you go up. You It'll be a menu. Up, yeah, you walk up to him, and yeah, like you said, it's just a menu. I think the first time yeah, you do it, first that'll be the first time you get dialogue, thing, yeah. but everything else after that will just be you walk up to them I, and they go, What the fuck do you want? Well, I, that's I, it. I, like, would, yeah. I wouldn't put it past them having a little bit of unique dialogue for the like each new upgrade. But it'll be 20 seconds but at it'll most. Be like, yeah, yeah it'll it be a little won't thing. be the way it was presented where it seems like you have this conversation every time you're upgrading like you would in real life maybe, like you're almost getting a tattoo maybe if the world changes or if he's part of a group which you've pissed off or something like that yeah but like yeah it just seemed a little bit like oh, i don't see that happening too i don't know it, could, I could it would be, be nice if they did but that's like at a level of detail that i wouldn't expect from any publisher mm. but what that's I wanna, a lot. what i want to do is i want to see how easy it is to find an outfit that looks just like judge judge dread Get on a motorbike and ride around 
and I'm fucking. Well, I'm, I think I'm going to get Robocop. Bike, but it's so fucking heavy that it can't actually turn. Yeah, and no, Sly, no, 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 Sly has shit. to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, have to, you have to drop the anchors to turn. <laughs> and I can turn up at people's buildings and be like, I am the lure. Like, I hope they put as much of close to that in the game as even, possible. Even if they didn't, don't you worry. That will be coming to a mod near you. I, I did see an long. NPC yeah, that looked just like um, Triss from a first thingy shit fucking well, film. Wow. Um, Witcher. No, no, not no. Is it Triss? Uh, we were talking about the movie earlier. Star Wars. No. Blade uh, Runner. Blade Runner. The um. <laughs> the cyber woman. Yeah, the one with the weird hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there was Volker. an NPC that looked Rachel. exactly like her. Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. No, not Rachel. No, sorry. The um, the blonde one. Oh, the blonde one. Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. one who um who fought Decker the glass. D- disguised as a doll. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that weird one. Oh, no, not the one. She's great. Chris, I think her name was. Chris. There was, um, yeah, there's, uh, I did actually just double check it. There is a gang of clowns in the 2020 version called the Bozos. I can't wait. Bearing yeah. in mind that this will take place sometime after, so we can't really expect all the same gangs. So mm. it'd be interesting to see what ones they get as holdovers. Wow, like. it's weird having something futuristic set in 2020. Yeah. You think clowns are still going to exist in 2020? Like, oh, we really easily. want them now. I mean, clowns are going nowhere, man. Uh, one thing I, I definitely want to see, uh, I'm curious to see whether it's going to be included, is um, there's a reference in The Witcher to cyberpunk. Yeah. I, I hate to say, I, I know the oh one you're God, talking you about. Oh, God, you think this is going to be I another really sphere? I don't, don't think it will be. What? I really hope they don't. It's, it's even in one of the books where um, Siri travels through time and she goes to a place where people travel on magical flying platforms and they f- use small handheld devices to throw I mean, fire from their hands. See, the thing and, is, I would all I would like personally if they do manage to do that is to have siri in the background of one of the like cutscenes just like she pops over a portal looks around as fights going on that just pops back through nothing more nothing than that. more than that and that would be fine but why though i'm saying i would like that i'm not saying that it's required or necessary <laughs> it's just because it would just be nice i'd like a good game that's all i want oh. like you're asking yeah. for a lot, Bradley. I know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I want them to have all of their greatest hits just happening reoccurringly. But how do we also, how do we get Mario in? <laughs> Easy. Oh, he is the Ready Player One DLC. Right. So I have a little something different. Now, this isn't so much pop culture related. Well, in a slight way, it is. Uh, <laughs> so, some, so, so two of you, at least, I'm aware, will already have heard of this and done, uh, thought a little bit about this. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna make the. I'm just gonna draw it out. Um, it's a. Let's just say it's a certain situation that you will find all find yourselves in. Kidney stones. It's a little thing called the trolley problem. If you've watched oh, the Good Place, God, yeah. you okay. will have seen this. Now, the idea behind the trolley problem and oh, the trolley problem. Yeah, I know you, the you've one maybe you even heard this from uh, just a general Being a loser like, on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Basically. Bradley, you look a bit Bradley, you look very confused. So I don't know. For Bradley and our case. audience's sake, the trolley <laughs> problem is a sort of thought experiment for consequential uh, consequentialism, where you are basically it's it's outweighing and trying to come to terms with certain consequences of your actions. So, for example, Bradley, uh, you're on a tram uh, or a trolley, as they're sometimes referred to, and there's a, on the tracks there are five people ahead of you. Who do not see you coming. You cannot yell. You cannot. You are uh, there's, Thomas. There's no hidden way around this. Okay. But there's a lever and a switch uh, that moves you onto another track where there is one person. And so what's on the track ahead of me? Sorry, it's a bunch of people. Five people or one person. It's such an easy conundrum. Well, you killed the one person. But the... 
the difference with that is then that you have, instead of killed five people, instead of killing, you've five, only killed but that's one the thing. person. Killing, 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 you're gonna wrap those numbers. You don't know anything about these people. Uh, okay. I was about to say, killing exactly. five, killing five people through inactivity is easier to deal with than killing one person deliberately. Yeah. Well, if you don't do anything, you're deliberately doing it because you've had the so, choice to do so, it. Okay, well then, Luke. So here, tell me this then. You see the trolley. You're you're a pat. You're on the you sidewalk. You see his no. family watching. No, no, no. no. You see Daddy, the trolley. No. You see the trolley coming towards five people. Yeah. You're standing beside a man who would be large enough if you pushed him to stop the trolley. Well, just push, push him, him or or kill five people. I'll, I'll, I'll how how hard die. is it to push him? If he's if he's strong I'm enough to stop you the train, have, how am I going to push I him off the train? I would say you'll have no trouble pushing him. Oh, that's all right then. So you would push the, a man in front of it's a It's five tr- people, Ben, and one fat dude. So wait, I'm confused. We're pushing people in. So, oh, no, no, no. This, this is an extension of the original. This is an problem. extension yeah. of the original. So you're trying to feel bad it, about it, killing it build, someone when I've saved extent. five other people. But it's the, it's the difference between you acting to kill someone. That is an intentional choice. And then you but being an, an observer. It's an intentional choice to just watching. That's what I'm saying. But like, consider this as a real person. No, consider this in action. reality. Would you kill someone in yes. reality? No. To save five, five people? God, would you push them in front? Really dark. That's like, I just wanted, I thought this would be a little interesting. Okay, I want to get Bradley's take on so this. So Bradley, what do you think? Time you're you're sort of like, so let's go back to the- Can I r- jump off the tram? <laughs> no, so there's no shenanigans. Can I well, yell at them to get off the train? No, they, 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 there is they're, literally they're two all, choices. There's two choices. Have they all you, got their backs to me or something? They're all idiots. <laughs> Just, uh, so they are looking at something that is, and they have headphones on, oh, they look, cannot okay. hear and you. And all going, hmm, hmm, this tram seems to be going very fast backwards, I mean, but don't worry about it, no one look behind you. Well, um, that, last thing, so you're going, so what would you do? Would you switch the track and you kill one person, but you've made the conscious effort to to switch tracks or do you let nature take its course in these five people it's not nature they're on a track you are safe in this you are safe kill kill the one person it's fine then you are safe in it beyond the fact that you then have to come to terms with what you did at a later date yeah because basically if I save um, it's traumatic either way if I save the five people it is yeah if I, if I save the one person, there's only one family to thank me. If I save five people, <laughs> they can give me more. Yeah. Five yeah. families. So I'm going to be on thanks. my Patreon then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it goes from just kind of like one level of gratification to like a lot more gratification. This is where Randy starts setting fires and saving people. But, yeah. the next, but then, as said, the next level of the problem goes you are an observer. I'm off the tram now. You're yeah, off the you're tram. No longer on the tram. Away. And there's a man standing. Next, standing next to the track who would be large enough to stop the tram perfect if you pushed him and there are five people on the track do you push the uh, you you wouldn't be enough to stop it but if you push him that would now oh, would no, you push the man that's murder but that's exactly Is what you did yeah, in that's the first point scenario of this. that's the point no, of this experiment but no no that's the you're that, still making a conscious the conscious effort in you're the first still making world. a conscious effort to mm. kill someone it's the same thing if it's the only way it's still 1v5. But it's interesting how a lot, almost everyone reacts this way, is in the second scenario, you do consider it murder, but in the first, you don't. That's, Even though it's like literally the same decision. I'm a psychopath. But yeah, I want your honest answers. Because it's like the first one, it's on a track system, and you're basically going, does A die or does B die? And it's like, there, there's no... Yeah, it's this, like this, this is this like is just a thought decision. experiment. The tram so. could have been the tram could have been on that like the the five people. Sorry, the uh, five no one person could have been in the carriage with the five people, and the five people could have been in the carriage with they're, the they're one not, person. They're on the tracks. They're not on. Yeah, in they're the on tracks. Yeah, yeah. They're on tracks. Yep. Like 
they are in those positions. Whereas the five people on the track and the one person who is not an idiot, like not just on the track, near a track, who's just standing near a track, I'm like, oh, you could say, I'm going to save those five people by actively now involving you in this situation. How do you know it's going to stop the tram? That's what I'm thinking. Also, I've got no worry. This so, guy had to be... I wouldn't do but it because that's the just pointless. We're talking that bad guy from thing. Jackie Chan. Don't like question that kind the hypotheticals size. of any of the situation because that defeats the purpose of the, the question. The bad guy from Jackie Chan? Yeah, the big guy. The guy who was always fighting in the in the cartoons. Tofu. Tofu. He becomes a good guy later on. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so... Back to your question. Would you kill that person? Would you push them? Are we talking front? scenario one or scenario, scenario two? two. So scenario one, save the five people. Fuck the one in the, the one guy in the tram. Why is he getting his own tram? They're um, not on tram. They're not on tram. They're on the tram. You're on a tram. You're, you're, on, a, you're, Bradley, tank you're on a tram. Right? You're okay. on a tram There's and you can track, change the tracks. It off into two oh, I thought on they were heading side. towards no, me. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're no, heading towards you're them heading towards on the tram. Them. Sorry, Luke, there was a lot of people talking at once, so I'm afraid. <laughs> so, Sorry, I so slightly let's, missed it. Let's, let's go back a little and re- repeat. And so, Let's get five more people. Let's just clean the trams. So there are five We're people. On the, first, again. on the first one, they're both on the tracks, whereas in the second one, five people are on the track. One person's just near the track, like we said. So I feel like in the first one, it's that argument of just where they're both on a particularly dangerous situation and i have the choice of saving five people or only saving one person i feel like the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one whereas in the second one it's like you're actively involving someone who would not be in like he he, you're not it's he's not on the track he wouldn't he would be fine and you are personally putting him in harm's way that's the point of the experiment is that you are essentially you're still so you're saying that so that this is how most people do tend to react whenever they hear the second line. They're like, well, no, of course I wouldn't kill somebody. But that's exactly what you do when you switch the track, is you kill somebody. I feel like you've messed this, up the same question person, a bit because no, it doesn't no, no. seem but, to like... But that person fit. in the first scenario is... No, this, I think this is the thought experiment. No, yeah. this is, is it yeah. the big guy? The first person... I f- think the original thought experiment is you're on a bridge above the track. You can push there's a person so many, onto there's the There's so switch. many variations. Yeah. I think of that this. dies off the... He might not die. He yeah. might just fall in and pay Oh, no, no the, 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 it is push in front of the tram. It is still because the same amount of people. Uh, but no, that, that's the point is the first one. So you're looking at, you switch the track and you kill that person who was also uninvolved because he wasn't on a track with an active tram. You then switched it so that he died instead of those five people. So why is it that you wouldn't do the same when you're pushing him? Because it's easier to pull a lever than to push a guy. It's part of the experiment. It's all part of the the thought of pro, the process of the consequences. Do you know what of this is? Action. This is one of those lose lose scenarios. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no, there's no right from, answer. There's no wrong you've answer. You've killed one or several people. Yeah. And another way, I think the show. The reason I brought this up is um, this season of The Good Place uh, recently did an episode dealing with this problem, and it was a really well done episode. And one of the other scenarios I liked is him saying is, "You have five patients." Uh-huh. Kill him. All of which oh, will what die. Was the, what was Maddie's and Rob's response to this? Uh, I'll, I, finish, I'll finish this part first, and then we'll get these guys' response. Yeah, then they've got the full question out there. <laughs> they've got some controversial them. decisions. But also because they already know the problem, and uh, so do you, Luke. They're part of the problem. Um, but one of the ways they explain it, and I quite like this analogy for it, which is you're a doctor. You have five patients who need organs, and you have one healthy patient. 
Do you kill them and give them the organs? And you save five lives. That's the same logic that you applied when you switch the tracks. No, because I'm a doctor and I can't kill someone. Uh, ignore that fact for a second. Ignore, <laughs> ignore, ignore, ignore logic ignore and just... It's things where these questions don't work if you question down to the mini tape. Just accept the options that you have rather than trying it's, to work it's, your it's, way it's, around there's it. No, there's oh, in no, my head, I was like, they're all dying there's of no, kidneys. There's, I was like, no, there's only two kidneys. <laughs> there's no what sh- do I do? Yeah. If you're not a doctor, you can remove the organs and put them in wrong and everyone dies. Well, the first thing is, like, don't... Twist, I'll take my own organs. Uh, nice. But well, how are you going to put them in? You'll die as soon as you take it out. But that's like, there's no sidestepping on this. This is like, that's the thing that people find tough is having to then answer the question. Um, I, admittedly, you can't, you can't, you can't kill that person. But again, yeah, that's, that's the same that's decision. decision. I'm just pointing like, out that this is part of the thought experiment where, I, where I point out to you that you're making the same decision. The the it's not the same decision way. because it's natural selection that their kidneys and all their the organs thing, are failing. The thing about the thought selection, though, it like presents you with like scenarios that seem similar, but I feel like there's slight alterations that change your perception of how you do it. Yeah, like it's the same outcome. I yeah, think, no, there I is think a different scenario. Outcome. Five people die, one person dies. But it's depending on the scenario you're doing it, changes which ones you decide to save. I yeah. always felt like it was one of those things where the framing doesn't change the facts. Really? That's, that's, yeah. that's exactly what I, I would agree with Rob. So at the end of the day, this really boils down to killing a person to save others. And it's it's about showing people the sort of consequences of the action and also like uh, just giving them something to think about because it's, because yeah, most people will say no to certain questions and yes to others. Like they're, they will do that. How many of these are there? Uh, there's there's innumerable amounts on the internet of four different variations of the trolley You'll problem. You'll be happy to know he loaded up a page saying, how the trolley problem works. How the trolley problem works. <laughs> well, the answer is that it doesn't. It the doesn't. whole point of it is there is no working Exactly. Answer. There's no answer. So, I mean, you guys, so going to the first scenario again, you've got five people on one track, one people on the other. What do you do? Do you switch track? I don't think I would. I don't think I've got the mental fortitude yeah, I, to I, say I would switch that track. It depends I couldn't on how deliberately long it take that life. Exactly. That that is a big. That does make a big difference. Is that you are del- that would then be a deliberate act as opposed to an accidental one. So that's that is one of the one of the thoughts. What were you, Maddie? Would you? Switch if I track? had several minutes to like think out in my head, you, I that's might the problem be able is you to. Won't in this the scenario, you don't do it though. Is because you think you'll be a bad person if you don't. And it's just yeah, like, well, well that's pretty much it. Bad person or not, you're just saving a life. Yeah, but again, it's trying to think of this. I'm, I'm the in first class real... to live with that, though. And I don't yeah. think my mind is strong enough to be able to do that. Yeah. I, I like to think that I would be able to with enough time, but I know if it was a 10-second decision, I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, that's the thing. Is It's all about that last-minute decision. As much as it's easy for one of you to say, we would do one or the other, until we put ourselves in a trolley and tie five, uh, six people to a track, we'll never know uh, entirely. But, I mean, going on to the second scenario, do you push the guy? No, I, I also couldn't do I, that. I assume that, yeah, you'd be that. And then, Maddie, do you push him? I asked the, the hesitation. See, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> this gets you thinking. This gets you thinking you about five seconds for the morality coming. of it all. And what with, is with the a short With a short notice, I wouldn't be able to because I wouldn't even be able to pull the switch. Fair enough. And then to the third scenario, you guys are a doctor. One doctor. Maybe you should one. ask the people that aren't saying no. Because you know what we're going to say. Well, I've already asked. Uh, it's Luke. I still need an answer from the doctor one for. But oh, I'm assuming you're um, both going to say that's no. To uh, that. I wouldn't harvest for good organs because they got bad organs. That's just you know bad luck. 
Also, they're in a hospital, so they're in kind of the best place. Yeah. Organs will show up eventually. Possibly. But Even the if thing, they don't, their organs say, failed because they try not, failed. Try, it's just I say, try not to like say stuff like that. It is a <laughs> A or B choice. Like the problems with these scenarios. But that's the thing. That's the whole point. No, is that it they is are, different, though. It is different because I'm not really like around like the person and I'm just pushing them. Yeah, so but you that's think the thing. That it's the framing. These scenarios, these scenarios well. are very different. Like everyone, oh, those guys are saying like they're all. Oh the no, same. it's one or five. No, no it's I'm not like, just one or five. Not, it's at the, method, at the no, end it's, it's of the, the day, outcome. you have killed one person to save five, or you've let five people die. That fact doesn't change. That's the outcome. That's just for yeah. statistics. That doesn't affect anything about the ethics of it. But now that does make a difference on it because at the end of the day. So as the doctor, by choosing not to ki- not to let that patient die or kill him for his organs to save five others, you make the same choice you do when you switch the track. Yeah, as a doctor, you, I've seen that happen loads of times. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And you said those just have, disregard as being doctors, and now you're going back and saying as a doctor, you know. So. Well, dis- disregard the just disregard the whole doctors wouldn't really kill their patients, you know. This is a thought experiment for a mental. It's uh, for a like horrible a thought experiment. Yes, it's oh, not yeah, like, pleasant. Thank God, fuck this. Like, it's meant to be bad. Thank God that we don't no, live in a hellish world where if this happens. Was, if it was five people in one carriage and one person who'd come up with this exercise, I'd kill <laughs> that person any day of the week. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is like at the end of the day, it's looking at it, like looking at it to the barest bone. You are killing one to save five in one scenario, but then in the same with the presented with the same option to kill one to save five. Okay, if I'm looking at this single lens as you are, it's fine. It's cover it's kill the one person. Did John, All the way through. Did kill John, the one person. Did John Kramer come up with this? Uh I don't know who actually came up with it. I'm just gonna have a uh, I've got I've got a page open where it's discussing so I, the name rings a bell, but I'm not certain if it is Kramer. No it's Charles Manson. Charles Manson, <laughs> well-known theologist. John Kramer is Jigsaw from Saw. I thought maybe someone would know, pick up on that. <laughs> actually, did you actually Google it? He was like, John Kramer sounds familiar. Like, the, I got, the antagonist yeah, in the Saw sure. film. It is a very, <laughs> is a very Saw He does thing. these kind of bullshit things. It's like, oh, but now what oh if Oh my they're... God, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm just going to be tied to a bed and all three of you are just <laughs> in front of a tram. So look, look at all those uh, healthy organs you got yeah. there. <laughs> you uh, don't need two lungs. According to what I'm looking at here, it's called on a it's based on a philosophical standard called the doctrine of double effect so it's basically it's again looking at that through the lens of like you so you said it's okay to kill a person in the first scenario but not in the second yeah it's okay it's in the second too i'd push him and in the third yeah fuck it if you're doing a single lens bullshit yeah, yeah but that's because you keep <laughs> yeah, trying to worm I think your way you're out of it you're, when you overanalyze it you're dodging the question yeah can i have a you're fourth? trying to excuse Is there a fourth it? one uh, I don't have a fourth well, one. Well, the way you say every one. time it goes, no, it's just one or five. It's like, fine, it's one. It's always one. So there are five orphans. I kill yeah. all five of them. Five starving orphans. <laughs> Man, let's do and this. I save and the entire orphanage. your grandma. Perfect. Right. So do you kill your grandma? Kill the grandma. No, sorry. That what? is, that is just one. Just to feed the five starving orphans. Can it be Do I have to watch them eat here? See, see, that is another variation on it, actually, now that you've reminded me. (laughs) So we've gone from none to there is more. No, but this this would change it. So that one person, you know him. He's a friend. Is it you? Could be. Could be anyone. Could be a friend. (laughs) What, do you switch the track still? Because you know know that person and you don't know these five? and five Hitlers. Ooh. Kill Hitler. Well, that's easy. Kill five Hitlers. Kill five, five Hitlers. I'd kill five Hitlers. Hey, but, but, Bradley, but Bradley, it's one versus five. 
two versus five. I got the guy that I'm saving. But that's, but that's, what, <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to get at is that it's, it, you know, like there are so many variations on this and so many different... Uh, if you don't give me leeway about the whole doctor thing, I'm not giving you leeway if no, I know them. I'm killing you. That's why there's no, there is no leeway in, in the question, really. It's, 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 no it's just, it is just not designed to be analysed that much. It is designed just to be a kind of, you have this option or this option, of which do you pick? for someone at a drinking, like someone drinking to say, and then it just ruins everyone's night. <laughs> they're just... My kind of party. They can't stop. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but, yeah, but, and what if a tree falls in the forest with no sound? And, uh, and then you're just... That's and it. never forgets. Yeah, and it's three o'clock in the morning and everyone's angry at each other. So you kill several people. You ruined Christmas. You only kill one. It's like... It's one of those kind of things. So there's, yeah, there's no right answer to it. There's just... That's morals. the right answer. There we go. <laughs> uh, fuck. Bradley goes to the good place. <laughs> I've got one. Would you save your girlfriend mm-hmm. or would you save, like, a two-year-old child that you've never met? Phoebe's versus child. See, here's the issue. <laughs> so that doesn't, if doesn't I, work as, if as well. If I save the child, I've killed my girlfriend. If I save my girlfriend, she'll be angry at me because I didn't save a child. Let them both die. That's cool. the right answer. That's the right answer. We put one I can't... Of them on the other track yeah, yeah, yeah. and aim for them both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll kick the baby into the track. <laughs> well, you, or you just send her to save the baby and then yeah. just run them both. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be on the train because oh, I'm like, this oh, is too no. difficult a decision. Oh, no, Phoebe, look, that tram is going to run over that baby. Are you sure? It looks pretty stationary. It's definitely moving. Run over there and check. Choo-choo. <laughs> 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 she spring yeah. towards the tram. <laughs> If Phoebe does watch this, I don't want to kill you. It's just... Look, it's no playful one, banter. No yeah. one could live it down if I let a child die or let my girlfriend die. So, But which couldn't it. they live it down more? Like, <laughs> <laughs> asking the tough questions to that. him. He looks... He looks I mean, upset. people do get away... No, I'm not going to say I think it's better that you don't know which one I was going to say. There we go. We're going to say that. Leave, leave your answer leave in the comments the below. Which one do you think Bradley would have done? That will be the next seven episode arc that is, you know, last, last one was my video. This time it's and which one would week, I kill? Next week, Bradley's sleeping on the couch. <laughs> oh. I know, I'd like to think this time in seven weeks. Like, okay, so Bradley's going to be very confused. We've changed venues. Ignore the sound of the steam whistle. Now, Bradley, you're totally blindfolded. If you reach out, you'll find a lever. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I think play a game. I think that wraps it up for me and the trolley problem this week, and more or less us for the podcast. But if you do want to see more of the trolley problem, watch the Good Place. They have a really good episode dealing with it, and it's uh, it, it's presented in a lot of different ways, and it's quite fun. I think and we've also, already got a it's name a hilarious show. Podcast, mm. Ben's trolley problem. Ben's trolley. <laughs> it's a great name. Yep. Yeah. Ben uh, gets trolleyed. <laughs> oh, now I want that episode. Next week, I've got my episode, boys. Yep. Ben's and getting sloshed. If you enjoyed this episode of the Round Robin podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us on Castbox or on iTunes, and don't forget to check us out on YouTube. Where you can find loads of amazing content. This has been the Round Robin podcast. Goodbye. I didn't mean to laugh at amazing content. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Watch our stuff, it's alright. <laughs> Lock and load. Lock and load, everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>